0: I'm here today with Amrit Singh, a registered acupuncturist. We're going to have a nice conversation about some, some blending of East and West approaches yes. to beauty and health. Welcome, welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks. Um, so why don't you tell me a little bit about your um, yourself and your approach? And you have this incredible um, training background uh, all over the world. So I'd love to yes. dig into that a little bit. Well, I'm a registered acupuncturist here in Toronto. I've been practicing
1: for 13 years in September, so it's been a long time. Yeah, I did a lot of training all over the world, so I did get my diploma here locally. Um, I went to Japan, I went to China, I went to England, I went all over the States. It was really important for me to get different experiences and just learn how it was also done in the areas
0: where the medicine comes from. That was really important to me as well. So tell me, let's dig in. How about you tell me about acupuncture? How does it really work? work.
1: Yeah, so my analogy that I always use to describe acupuncture and how it works is I say the acupuncture points are like light switches. So you have all these little light switches all over your body that do different things, and the acupuncture needles kind of turn that switch on. So it increases the flow if you need more blood flow circulation, or it also accesses that point and the functions of that point. And that might be something different that would be for somebody else that like more internal conditions. So if someone needs help with like their digestive system, we're turning on the light switches that work for the digestive system
0: okay amazing so what what uh what what would your clients come and see you for what are the most common um Um, ailments or treatments they look
1: yeah i do a lot of cosmetic acupuncture in my practice um other than that a lot of fertility okay um menstrual irregularity women's health anxiety depression those kinds of things
0: wow can you walk me through uh, what it might look like if if I had anxiety or depression, what would an experience with you look like?
1: Yeah. So when you come see an acupuncturist, um, you usually fill out an intake form beforehand. There's a lot of questions. We like to know everything about you. And then you come in and we're going to ask you even more questions in person. And the questions are kind of unusual for people because for us, everything's holistic and connected. So we might, if you're coming for anxiety, we might ask about your bowel movements. We might ask about your sleep. And so that to us everything's connected. So it's a bit of a different experience, but you get a whole picture. And then, you know, for me, it's really important that people understand what is going on in their bodies. Mm -hmm. So I like to explain in Chinese medicine, anxiety is described as this for you. And then we kind of work out through it that way. And I feel like when the patients get a better understanding, their healing journey is better.
0: Yeah. I I mean, I can align with that uh, in a big way. I think North uh, Medical takes a different approach as well. I think many people think medical spa is one thing and they think it's cosmetic injectables right. and we're definitely a skincare clinic first. And we look at the whole person. We look at what's happening inside and out. And mm-hmm. also we're, we're really open to referring to people who are doing more than what we're doing. And so I'm so glad that we're talking I because I think yeah, there's there, we're not the only way there's so many um, complementary treatments that you can do Yes, um, I agree. with the skincare uh, services that we're providing. So yeah, um, Let's let's talk about cosmetic acupuncture. I mean, I know our our people will be very interested in this Mm -hmm. um, and how it can possibly align with what we're doing in our space. um, So maybe they can see us both. So cosmetic acupuncture works in a similar way,
1: I guess, that more of your clients would understand, like microneedling in a way that. When the skin is damaged, right, and you're inserting a needle or something in, the body's healing response gets activated. Okay. And it needs to repair that damage. And the only way it could do that is with a protein and that protein is collagen. So we are stimulating collagen production to the face. That's the more very simple Western approach explanation. But the other part of it that Chinese medicine brings in is we still do body points. So when you come for cosmetic acupuncture, the intake, like all those questions, I'm still asking all those questions. So if someone's coming in and they're concerned, our wrinkles depending where the lines are on the face might relate to something going on internally so
0: we're still doing a very wait, holistic you need to <laughs> wait, wait, wait 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 hang on you need to say more okay. okay so say okay like hypothetically i mean i have botox so you don't okay. know where my wrinkles are right now but okay. say we're talking about here yes. common most yeah. common is the most common concerns here here and frontalis yes
1: yeah. so here and here liver gallbladder frost So if the lines are very deep or really deep, maybe prematurely, I'm thinking about someone's liver and gallbladder and possibly their emotional state because the emotions that belong to the liver and gallbladder, anger, resentment, frustration, depression.
0: I love this. I love like the whole, okay, it's like a little woo-woo for me, but I'm like here for it. I want to know more.
1: Yeah, like I love it. And then lines around the eyes, if they're going upwards of happiness and joy. So we say like that's connected to the heart. So that's fine. Going downwards relates to the lungs because that's related to grief and sadness. So the deeper they go, like like the longer they are, the more sadness that person might have experienced in their life. And then the horizontal lines on the forehead a lot of times are overthinking. So we start thinking about the spleen because the spleen relates to the digestive system. And there's a lot of overthinking. And that also relates to a lot of people who have anxiety get a lot of those lines because they're overthinking all the time.
0: Yeah. Just brief. <laughs> brief, but like yeah. so much like <laughs> yeah. thousands of years of history and study. Yeah. It's amazing. amazing. Yeah. Okay. So um, so if I'm if I'm getting the, okay, let's go back to the microneedling piece because I think, mm-hmm. you know, um our audience very much understands this. Yeah. Um, I I mean, we're hoping to to break down barriers and misunderstanding about your practice as well. But if we can relate to microneedling um and wound healing essentially, what are yes. we looking at for Or am I hearing two different things? Is it is the sort of cosmetic piece that would function like a Botox different from the cosmetic acupuncture that would function like a microneedling or are they basically the same approach? I use the micro analogy to relate
1: to it in terms of the skin damaging healing response. Got it. Okay, but it's not as intense, and it's not a repetitive movement. We put the needles in; the needles stay in for twenty five minutes. We come back, take them out, apply skincare, do a little gua sha, maybe do a little bit of base rolling, that kind of a thing.
0: Okay. Oh, I want to talk about gua sha. Okay, okay, let's talk about gua sha. Okay. Um, because my exposure is what I see on Instagram, not on your sure. your feed is like. Awesome! Thank you. Um, Like (laughs) educational, thorough, detailed. um, But most of what you see is is you know like lymphatic that they have no idea what they're doing. Actually, I I think it could promote more more harm than good if you're not doing it properly. Yeah. So you have your own guasha line. Yes. Um, How do you incorporate? acupuncture with gua sha. I'm sure they go hand in hand beautifully yeah so if patients are coming in and
1: we're doing a course of treatment if they're doing guasa at home it's very helpful because it helps us sculpt the face mm-hmm. pre-pandemic I was doing more of the facial tools before than now um, but using guasa to help sculpt the face and using the cosmetic acupuncture to tighten the skin because we're stimulating the collagen it's a really really good match made
0: in heaven wow okay yeah. and what are you Um, let's talk about the neck. That's a big big one for us. Mm -hmm. And it's really difficult to change skin texture in the neck. Yes. Um, Is that something we can do acupuncture on?
1: Yep. So we can do needles on the neck. They don't go in very deeply. Obviously they're almost just kind of like resting just in the epidermis just below. Um, But it does help. But like you said, the neck is very gentle. So preventative
0: is really the best treatment I think for the neck. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Once you're in it Once you're in it, you're going to have to go a little heavier, probably. Yeah. Um, Can you do uh, acupuncture with um, traditional like Western medical spa type treatments, Botox, for example?
1: So I have some patients that have only done Botox and then they come and see me and maybe they wanted to try a different approach. Mm -hmm. And so what I've done is people have come and seen me. Six weeks after they've had their Botox, we'll do a round of 10, and then they might do Botox again later. So as opposed to coming every three months or every six months, it usually cuts their time down by half. So I do have people who come do it together. But at any point, someone who has done it, they have to wait at least six weeks.
0: Okay. Between the treatments. Yeah. Amazing. Wow. Wow. This is like a whole new world. For me. I love it. I'm like excited. Um, so, what other? Um, what other? T- tell me more about acupuncture. What other things can we can we focus? What can it help with? Um, a lot of acupuncture is also used for
1: pain. I'd say that's the most commonly used reason that people go see acupuncture: back pain, neck and shoulder pain. I think the mood aspect, the anxiety
0: and depression, is a growing market for sure. Yeah, I mean, and and coming out of what we just went through, oh, yeah. I mean. Uh, more please like everybody needs access to things that are feel good right and i
1: think people are more open-minded nowadays too which is great just trying
0: to feel better healthier and more open to trying new ways to achieve that yeah and i I would say like uh you know if anything if if there's any silver lining to the hell that we just went through it's that people are researching more and they're learning more about new ways and new approaches and it's not just what's being fed through one channel it's it's looking at a whole bunch of different approaches and, exactly. and doing the research people really educated today yes so. they are i always say
1: a best approach even with your like personal health care is to have a good health team that does incorporate a bit of western and a bit of eastern i think if you have health conditions or even if you're approaching your skin you know facials treatments combined with cosmetic acupuncture and gua sha you will do really well in your life in that department yeah, yeah.
0: good okay can you can you um maybe introduces to the world of guasha a little bit and how one might start. Yeah, so it's very easy actually. Like guasha is a part of traditional Chinese
1: medicine. So people have been doing this for thousands of years. It was actually originally mostly used to help people with muscle pain and colds and flus. That's mm. the traditional way to use it. Okay. Facial guasha was also done as well, but not everybody was doing that. Uh, thousands of years ago so to start basically all you need to do is get a tool and then you just need to have a face oil you can't do it on dry skin you need to have something that has a bit of slip right so you're not pulling and tugging Mm -hmm. and then you just need to find someone like me or someone else who can teach you how to do it properly under the guise of Chinese medicine because there are certain areas on your body like on the shoulders which you would include right in a facial treatment that we would avoid if someone's pregnant for example, like there right. are safety concerns in that way.
0: And and is acupuncture, cosmetic acupuncture safe for pregnancy? Cosmetic acupuncture? Yeah. I personally don't do cosmetic acupuncture on someone who's pregnant. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I have heard some of our clients choose to maybe explore that option. But yes. I think there's a lot of gray across the board, regardless yeah. of what approach you're taking. There are
1: some people who do, and there are some people that don't, and all of my teachers didn't. And so that's kind of the way yeah. I learned. Better and safe I, than story. Exactly. I think I'm think i like, just come and find me when you're breastfeeding. If you were doing that, or when you have some more time, I'll still be here. But I mean, breastfeeding yes. is
0: important too, because a lot of, I mean, yeah. we don't treat um, nursing moms um, with toxin mm-hmm. or filler. And yes. so I think like, you know, yeah. another approach is a really great way to kind of invite yourself back in. And it probably, I mean, it's it's a beautiful approach because it's holistic and looking at exactly. all areas of the body. Yeah. We're still doing the body points and acupuncture. Post pregnancy is very important. To right. Help rebuild. Yeah. So there's been some change to the industry um, recently. I know they were looking at sort of taking away the licensing process, and then they brought it back in. I was signing petitions for oh friends that are God, in the industry you. and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm glad to see that that sort of regulated itself. And me too. Um, the training behind it is massive. It's not, yes. it's not just a one day course.
1: No, not at all. Like, yeah. you, we're doing years of education, and then, you know, if someone is specialized, they're doing classes. Like I said, I went all over the world and tried to find teachers, and you, the top acupuncturists often do that, and it's in their bio, or you can find it on their website. Yeah. yeah. Where can people find you? I am online at Instagram at Six Bay Beauty, or my website is sixbabebeauty.com, or you can find me at 500 King Street West.
0: Oh, we're kind of like neighbors-ish. Yeah. Opposite sides of the street. Opposite side of the (laughs) street. Great. Just a little walk down to get acupuncture and then facial. Perfect. Amazing. Um, So at North Medical, um, we see a ton of acne clients. Mm -hmm. Um, There's lots we can do, but I've heard amazing things about acupuncture supporting um, and healing acne. Can you speak to that a little bit?
1: Yeah, that's actually what got me into cosmetic acupuncture myself. So we learned it in school and I never touched it. Um, one of my friends wanted me to try it and I did it on her and she loved the results. And I still wasn't that into it until I started getting my own cystic acne.
0: Hmm.
1: And then I was like, okay, I'm like, I know I have this little thing in my toolbox. So I started doing it on myself and it helped so much. And I'm like, okay, no, I need to share this because it's the physical aspect of the acne. Yes. But it's the mental, emotional aspect of the acne that also really gets somebody. So I noticed how the
0: acupuncture was helping me and it is really, really good for acne. Wow! Yeah. yeah, I I so how, like what is that, what is some of the approach to it? Like, what is the technique? Because you're also addressing the internal imbalance of the
1: acne, right? So it's yeah. yes, we're doing needles on the face. And again, you're stealing the heal- uh, stimulating the healing response. More white blood cells are coming to eat the bacteria. The acne is healing faster. But why is the person getting acne in the first place? Hormonal imbalance, digestive issues. Um, often we see some people have too much heat in the body. So too much spicy foods, too much alcohol can also cause acne or aggravate acne. So we use points that release heat you know, Chinese medicine has a different way of communicating works, yeah. with the body. Yeah, so those kinds of supportive points, plus the facial treatment and a good skincare routine, works really well.
0: Oh, good, yeah. good, good, good. That's yeah, yeah that's amazing. Um, and I, I would assume that based on those principles, that it would function for eczema. and... Yes. Maybe even psoriasis, if we're looking at the emotional connection, I would assume that it would all be it would all function the same way. Yes, and dietary course, as well. Dietary, dietary course. is yeah. big with eczema and psoriasis. Yeah. I would say. Mm-hmm. Great. And so are you looking at diet as well in your practice? Yeah. I always ask what
1: people are eating. I often ask about water temperature. That's a big one because hmm. in Chinese medicine, you know, we don't drink cold water. I'm big on that on my Instagram. I'm broken record about that. I I'm it, hot all day long. That's I could drink perfect. hot <laughs> in like sweaty forty yeah, degree weather. Yeah. Me too. And that's that's the way it should be according to Chinese medicine.
0: I love that. Yeah. Great. Right. Um, let's maybe dip our toe in. We won't go too deep about fertility. Um, sure. I think that today, arguably people most know acupuncture for fertility. Yeah. That's maybe, a big one. Too. Or maybe in my world anyways, they mm-hmm. do. Um, but how are you helping people? What is the, you know, I'm, I'm assuming you're your clientele are people experiencing infertility
1: yeah so there's a lot of really good research and the fertility clinics are very supportive of acupuncturists because Mm -hmm. it increases the efficacy of up to 40 percent really yeah wow yeah it's really really helpful so people are just often because come of the stimulation in. and I mean I yes. guess the emotional piece is what well. you I mean you're saying yeah. it over and over again, yeah. You're reducing the stress, you're regulating the hormones, um, regulating the emotions. It depends why that person might be having difficulty, which partner, both partners, what is the scenario. You can support in so many different ways. Oh
0: my goodness. Yeah. So you're like a full-on therapist and <laughs> a little bit and a gua sha expert. <laughs> yeah. Helping make babies on the side, yeah. no big deal. <laughs> that's that's wild um well I I mean I I'm gonna come try it I need to yeah Yeah, I think like I I obviously like I love Botox but I also um you know I've been I've been a Botox client for years and I think like it's as you do it more you need it less and less and I think there's other approaches to even lengthening that that oh, space yeah, between yes. treatments which yeah. was really cool so yeah. I'll come check you out okay, neighbor yeah <laughs> I love it <laughs> sounds great amazing well thank you so much for your time today I learned you so again. much I think Go it's a it's, uh, it's a wonderful approach to to looking at like whole person care and um I'm, I'm really excited to come and come and check you out awesome thank you